BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night, which can only mean we're betting everything with wheels with Phil and Steve. What's going on, Philip? Hey man, good evening. It's nice to have the band back together on a Friday night here. You know, Steve's back in the Garden State, and he's legally able to bet. And uh, man, I'm I'm excited. It it just didn't feel right last week without the the main man, the talent. No, it didn't. And it's been like, what, three weeks since all three of us are back together. Right, Steve? Yeah, I guess so. Um, it, it just feels right. I'm going to use, um, I'm going to steal somebody's uh, slang there. I'm just going to say it feels right. The uh, situation we're in right now. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know, I usually ask Phil, how'd we do last weekend? Listen, it, it, it felt a lot worse than it really was. You know, uh, over the the Xfinity race, the cup race, and the Formula One stuff, we had a small loser. We lost 3.49 units. Um, So that that brings our tally to a positive 77.37 units over 1,900 wagers this season. So pretty pretty good. Um, But man, we could have retired last weekend had that that, uh, cup race just ended instead of the caution with five to go. We were... We were ready to let the money printer print. And, um, you know, just a, a very, very suspect late caution as a advertising board unglued itself from the wall and was in, in the, the track racing space. They threw a caution and they threw away all of our money. I was outraged. Steve was at the race. What, what happened on the ground, Steve? What, what was the, uh, the uttering in the crowd? Um, I mean, I guess there weren't, they weren't like that many people that were like upset, I guess. I mean, I, I was surprised when Chase Elliott spawned, there wasn't a whole lot of like, you know, booze or anything. It was kind of, uh, I guess people were kind of, kind of in shock, I guess was kind of the sentiment there. Um, that, that sign was from what I've heard on radio communication was there for uh, a long time, like the end of stage two, maybe the beginning of stage three. What? That was not yeah, that was not a situation where that's that was like new debris. I don't know if it got blown out and just I guess they just found it, you know, in that that, that last few laps. But yeah, that was not something that should have. Uh, first of all, the advertising board should not be on the racetrack for one and two. They should have picked it up four or six to go. So, yeah, I mean, so it, basically, it ruined, you, a, a major upset was about to happen, and then oh, all of a sudden, they had to get the sign off off the track. Yeah, I mean, we had uh, we had our uh, outright uh, plays uh. in first and second. Um, the guy in second, we had for a top five as well. We had uh, the dinger was in third, and we had him, you know, in a top five for plus two hundred. We had uh, Cole Custer was a plus four hundred top ten guy. He was in ninth. We had uh, McDowell 
in the top 10 and he was a, a plus 125 play and our head to heads were seven and one as they ran. We, we had it nailed and the race, the, the race script, it was pretty boring. I mean, there wasn't a lot of passing. Um, you know, there was no chance for anything to go wrong unless a sign came unglued from a wall and, you know, the signage ended up in the middle of the racetrack. That was the only thing that could have cost us any profitability. And that's what happened. We call him bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. Steve, you call him bullshit. Of course. I mean, that's, what, that's, that's what, I mean, that's what, that's what this year has been, right? I mean, right. this, this kind of stuff happens is just about every week now, but so, you know, sometimes we're on the winning end of things. Sometimes we're on the losing end of things. And this week we're absolutely in the losing end of things. Unfortunately, some days you're the pigeon. Some days you're the statue. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the only thing we can take from it, um, cause we can't take any money from it, but the only thing that we can really take is that, I mean, we nailed the handicap. The, the handicap yeah. was dead on. Um, so, I mean, there's a little pride in that, but, you know, as our account grows, uh, you know, our, our Twitter account, I should say it, it's, it sucks, you know, cause it, there, there's more stress of more people tailing along and you just hate when this, this sort of unpredictability happens. But I mean, it's, it's NASCAR. I mean, it, it's suspect officiating at all times. And, you know, like Steve said, we've been on the right end of, of things going kaflui and, you know, we've been. We've been the, the bug on the windshield, and this was just, you know, unfortunate. But the handicap was right. The data told us exactly what we needed it to. I'm proud of the effort. It just we didn't get the result. So basically, you know, shit happens. Yeah, John Middlebrook's out there with a crowbar, making sure that sign falls off and gets onto the track. Is what you're saying? I got you. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but he's a bastard. If, he's, if it was him, according to this, that's the National Commissioner of NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Well, screw that guy. <laughs> But we're we're going to do things a little different tonight, Arch. We're oh. going to start with we're going to start with the Cup Series because we have a full board of odds that, okay. that is available. Um, Xfinity qualifying just got done about twenty five minutes ago, so the the board is just starting to populate while we're watching it here. Um, so we'll we'll go over the Cup first, and that way we'll give give time to the odds makers to uh, put up bad lines that we can rip apart in about a half hour. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So the Cup. Where are we starting? It's Steve. So, um, where are we going to start? You want to you want to start with some poll winners? Yes, absolutely. So let's uh, let's go with um, let's go with Kyle Busch here, uh, twelve to one. Um, kind of looking at the going back to the uh, Toyotas this week, and um, this feels like a, a solid number for me. Um, I, I think I believe you mentioned that he's fourteen to one elsewhere. Uh, Bet three six five had Ooh. a had a rogue number, so I, that's where I grabbed it. All right, perfect. So. Um, okay, yep. Kyle Busch, um, he's number one when it comes to, uh, overall rankings for me on this type of racetrack. Um, and I mean, his, his, his headspace has kind of been a little bit foggy, but, um, I'm gonna just assume that, um, he's gonna bring a fast race car. Hopefully he gets the job done here for us. 12 to one. Um, going back to, again to another Toyota, we got Bubba Wallace, 20 to one. Um, Bubba's been a lot better recently as far as recent performances. Um, his car has been really strong. Um, again, in, intermediate tracks. Um, 23-11 has been, I think, the best team this year as far as mile-and-a-half racing goes in this type of you know, this type of track. So I think that's super generous, 20-1. to I, th- I also think teams that are not in the playoffs are tr- probably going to be trying to push a little bit harder as uh, the season winds down here for wins. We've seen it uh, time and time again. Um, people uh, not in the playoffs kind of um, winning races and showing a lot of speed. So Bo Wallace said he falls in that territory. Um, Noah Gregson, uh, unfortunately, uh, we've heard that Alex Bowman is once again sidelined uh, this week because of his concussion um, protocol. Uh, he'll be out for at least the next three weeks. I would I would have to say he's probably done for the season, but we'll see what happens in Phoenix. Um, I we're getting a solid number here for Noah Gregson at fifty to one. Um, we, he showed that he can get it done uh, at the road course last week at um, in Charlotte. Uh, he was running inside the top ten most of the race. I feel like with that car's pace and his um, strength, I believe is 
more so in the mile and a half. So we're getting 50 to 1. I think that's super generous. And the final player we have is Eric Jones, 100 to 1. We've seen a lot of speed from Eric Jones this year. Um, Mount Halfs, uh, he cashed a nice ticket for us at Darlington this year. So he can definitely bring that speed again this weekend here at Vegas. Yeah, I, I like all those. And the Kyle Bush angle, you, you were talking about his headspace. I think there are two things that are working in his favor. Uh, number one, it's his hometown. I, I think that, um, you know, he, he always wants to show out in front of his his uh, his hometown squadron that, that may be out there in, in full bore. Also, I don't know if you saw this, Steve. It, it was something that came out today. Uh, Kurt Bush, his brother, scheduled a press conference for tomorrow morning. Um, I would imagine that's probably a retirement announcement. Uh, especially with the news of Reddick going to 2311 next year. Uh, it, all the pieces kind of just just sort of slide into place there. So I think that we're going to see a very motivated Kyle Busch uh, to you know show out in front of his family and do it for his brother who did not get to leave the sport on his own terms that, that, mm-hmm. you know, that he's given so much of his life to. So I think Kyle Busch is going to be locked in this week. I think that's that's a really interesting angle. I didn't really even consider because I I asked you about if you know is Kyle Bush dead to you because I, I I really wasn't sure like where I wanted to go with 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 him this weekend and we I know like he's had to speed he's he's making a lot of mistakes so if he can um get rid of those mistakes the car is going to be really quick so I like what you're thinking there with him yeah so. And in this case, we only need one fast lap. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and, you know, the Kurt Busch stuff, I, I hope it's not a retirement announcement. That, that's just the feeling I get, though. Uh, no, I, unfortunately, I think everybody's kind of on that same page. I think once they announced like the Reddick situation going over, you know, early, that kind of opened up, you know, room for analysis there and kind of, like you said, the, the pieces are kind of falling into place. Uh, I would, Absolutely. I mean, the fact the fact that he's doing the press conferences in his hometown is an, a, another good way that this might be what's coming. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. That's it's sad. I mean, he's the last remaining driver that has ever turned a lap with Dale Earnhardt Jr. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, Dale Earnhardt Sr. Kind of crazy. You know, it's like the the changing of the guard. Yeah, and we and we know Kevin Harvick is the next guy kind of uh, that fell in that, but he obviously he's the one that kind of took over. The ride once Dale Senior um, got taken away from us. So, yep, yep. But all right, Arch. I know how you know we were talking pre-show how you don't think NASCAR races are long enough. Right. Um, That's what I was saying. Yep. So let's let's talk about the winners of this race after 267 laps of action. (laughs) Uh, We're spreading a unit amongst these four drivers. That I know of, maybe Steve has some exclusive stuff here for the show, but uh, we're going to open up with 0.65 units on Tyler Reddick, plus 950 at FanDuel, plus 1,000 at points bet if you have that shitty book. Uh, and then we're going to go two tenths of a unit on Daniel Suarez, 41 to 1 over at FanDuel. And then we're, we're with the sprinkles, we're putting 0.1 on Eric Jones at 100 to 1 and half of one tenth of a unit, which is 0.05. On Ricky Stenhouse, two fifty to one. Ooh. I saw that there were some three hundred to one at uh, some books that I don't have, so shop that. But it's two fifty to one at MGM and Bet three six five. Steve, I'm just going to give some quick analysis on Daniel Suarez, and then you can you can handle everything else. Right. Um, you know, Steve tasked me with uh, you know writing an article on on Daniel Suarez, which I accepted because that's my job, and. You know, I, I look and uh, at the, the comparable tracks, which we decided was Charlotte, Vegas earlier this year, uh, Kansas, and Michigan would, would be the, the main meat of the data set. And uh, looking at that, we see that Daniel Suarez has an average finish of, let's see, uh, a very unimpressive 24.3. Like, that's really, really bad. However, he is third in fast laps, 18.8. He is um, 
sixth, I believe, in average laps led, 19.3. And quite frankly, he has been just really fast on these this track type. Uh, he was leading uh, the, the Coke 600 and tried to slide up in front of Chase Briscoe during the last stage with 50 to go and uh, was spun out from fourth place. He, um, he led 83 laps at Vegas earlier this year. Oh, I'm sorry, Chastain, his teammate, led 83 laps at, at Vegas. Uh, Suarez crashed on lap 92. Uh, at Kansas, he had a left rear tire go down with 19 to go while he was in fifth place, <laughs> um, and Chastain was third. At Michigan, he had a flat tire from 13th with five to go, and he had led 33 laps earlier in that day. So, I mean, he's been up front. He's been in the mix. Uh, he's just had some disagreements with different tires, and his teammates have been fast. Ross Chastain's been an absolute rocket ship. So Trackhouse brings fast cars to these track types, and I think the gloves are off. I think they're done running conservatively, especially Suarez, since he got eliminated last week. Uh, I think Trackhouse is taking off the training wheels, and they're going to fly. So, uh, Steve, what do you think? I agree with all of that. Um... Suarez has had pretty good recent form. I know he's absolutely devastated with the fact that he got eliminated last week. He was running well inside the top 10. Uh, I believe he's running inside the top five, actually, at the road mm-hmm. course. So um, Suarez, I, th- I think, was hitting all the, all hitting, hitting his stride at the right time. And just a really unfortunate power steering issue took him out of the race last week. So hopefully... Um, Along with his performances on this type of track this year, as we've seen, he'll have some extra motivation to kind of rebound off of last week. Yeah, and I, I know you were there. You were at the track, so you couldn't see the in-car camera, but it looked like he was wrestling a grizzly bear, mm-hmm. you know, on a road course with no power steering. It was incredible. I, I, I cannot imagine, you know, how his shoulders must feel, you know, on Monday and Tuesday. He was definitely off the pace. I was following him around the track a little bit. And um, yeah, he was having a really tough time getting through the corners. That's, there's no doubt. <laughs> you could visually tell. Yeah, yeah. But why do we like Redick? I, he, he's had some, some struggles, um, you know, at, at early on in the year and then has backed it up with some, some strong finishes. Um, I see 7th, 6th, 29, 35 for his, his finishes. I don't know if I'm too concerned about his finishes. We've seen he's had a lot of speed. We've mm-hmm. also seen him make a lot, make a lot of mistakes. Um, so with that in mind, Tyler Reddick's a guy for me that I like to play as a driver with a ton of upside. I don't like to play him for like consistency because he's he has so much. You know, he's he, he kind of drives the car on, on the limit a lot. So he's a guy. I mean, he. he Obviously, he's riding pretty good recent form since he missed the playoffs. Um, good at Darlington, strong at Kansas, and really strong at Texas. Um, he he was really impressive at Texas. He was able to run those tires you know, longer than the rest of the field and still have speed. So I feel like that's, that's a lot to be said there. As we know, he has news now that he's definitely going to be locked in next year with 2311 Racing. So I feel like his mind is in a great spot. And he can, he can kind of just um, go for the win here as a non-playoff guy. Let it rip. Let it rip. It. I love it. And then, uh, of, of course, we talked about uh, Jones a little bit. Um, just, you know, really good recent form. He's cashed some big tickets for us. He always seems to be in the mix. And uh, Ricky Stenhouse, he's kind of a flyer. Wild card, if you will. Yeah, I mean, Eric Jones, he, he, he ranks number 10. Uh, he ranks 10th. Um, in my rankings on um, on track types like this. And I just feel like he's he's being totally disrespected. It just doesn't make sense to me that his, this number is so long. Uh, I mean, that, that, those two guys, you know, Petty, G, uh, Petty GMS, uh, Ty Dillon and Eric Jones, have both kind of flew under the radar all season, from at least from the sportsbook side. I mean, I feel like TV's talked about him a lot. But... Um, Sportsbooks keeps um, giving these guys super long numbers for some reason. I'm not sure, not really sure why. Yeah, I mean, we even got the cash couple with with Eric Jones. Even like a, a it was a top three that was eighteen to one or something that we. Can, I mean, it's. I, I have no idea why they keep hanging stupid numbers on Eric Jones, but he's quickly becoming one of my favorite guys just because you know we can we can almost bet him every week in some kind of market and catch a 
catch a ridiculous number. Mm-hmm. All right. Top three, Tyler Reddick. Uh, that, I guess, goes along with your boomer bust theory. Right. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I was wondering, you know, plus, plus 260 over at FanDuel. But I, I was wondering, you know, why we didn't ladder him, you know, top five and then, you know, maybe top 10 if, if we could catch an even money. But that makes sense now that I hear you use with words, um, you know, why we're on him to win in, in top three. I mean, how many times have you seen him kind of like run the fence? Uh, he gets into the wall or like a tire goes down. So I really feel like um, because of the, the, the bad, really bad finishes, he kind of uh, has like that middle of the road odds. We can kind of bet his upside and not bet his consistency. So like, I kind of already mentioned that. Love it. Love it. Okay, so uh, top five, we've got uh, Martin Truex, uh, plus 187 at your Bet Rivers uh, sports books, or Cosimo if you're in Canada. Uh, but is this a Toyota play? Yeah, this is a Toyota play. It's also a Martin Truex recent form play. We've seen him run really, really well. As you know, as in recent weeks, he's kind of had some uh, issues that weren't really his own fault. He's had um, uh, I, something happened, I believe, it was at Bristol. Uh, obviously, he was out front. I, I was super agitated at Texas. He was leading the race and um, had a right rear go down, hit the wall, ended his day. Oh, you mean I mean, when we had an outright win wager on him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we got fortunate to cash Reddick that day, but at the time I was extremely frustrated because I think I bet him pre-race and bet him live. Something, something, I had a lot of money on the guy, bottom line, and he, he wrecked from the lead which, if, to no fault of his own. So <laughs> I, it, yeah, it's, that, got, it's, it's got to turn around for Truex here. Right? This weekend is, I'm going to hope it's this weekend. Yeah, I agree. And then a lot of familiar names on this top 10. Uh, we want a unit on Suarez, plus 140, FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, a unit on Eric Jones, plus 300 at DraftKings. That is a, a rogue number. Uh, that was you know, fairly priced. I think around 180 was like the second best number that I saw. So if you have DraftKings, go ahead and take advantage of that. That's a gift. And then Ricky Stenhouse, 7-1 to one for a top 10. Um, and then a new addition here, Michael McDowell, seven to one. Arch, do you have any feelings on Michael McDowell? I uh, don't trust the uh, Scots at all. Okay, all right, uh, Steve, do you have any real input on Michael McDowell? Um, honestly, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not even kidding. Like, this, it, for some reason, I mean, Michael McDowell. There's there's no like if you were to look at number like raw numbers, you would never bet Michael McDowell, but. Somehow, some way, this guy just keeps driving up to the top ten and finishing there every like on, on a very consistent basis. It is truly unbelievable. So you get a nine to one, and he's—I don't know how many top tens he's had this year, but it feels like he's in there like every other week, and you're getting nine to one. <laughs> yeah, it's that's bonkers. But yeah, the raw data was kind of what I was referring to because mine. Mine is pretty ugly for McDowell. So, oh, it's definitely. Uh, it's, if you look at the numbers, you, you're going to think I'm an idiot. But, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, um, I was excited to place the bet. You know, I, sometimes it's, it's, you know, you have to take the data out of it. And it's what do your eyes tell you? Because this is a sport where there can be lots of outliers, uh, you know, throughout the season. Uh, just crazy, crazy things happen, like signs falling off the wall and our <laughs> pets' heads falling off. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, man. That's yeah. it. Um, all right. So let's see. Okay. Top Chevy. Uh, a couple of repeats here. We're taking Suarez 20 to one and Eric Jones 60 to one. We could have a really, really good day if one of these guys finds a way into victory lane, huh? Yeah, that's it. Uh, I mean, I don't like to be overweight too much in these guys, but uh, if you look at the average market price, uh, 20 to one and 60 to one are clearly the best numbers for these guys in, in that area. So just in case they don't win the race, um, you might as well take a sprinkle on them and catch a big one, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, Suarez was about 14 to one uh, market average and Eric Jones was in the 30s. I, I saw him at 33 to one in a couple places. Uh, 31 to one in a couple places. So we're getting double the value here. And of course, the way we stake, um, we, we've just got a half unit between these, these two guys. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's a, you know, brisk a little to win a lot, which is my favorite thing about NASCAR. All right. We got some head to heads here. Um, Tyler Reddick 
over Ross Chastain, even money on DraftKings. And I'll just go through them all, Steve, and you can pick out the spots you want to talk about. Sure. Uh, Ross Chastain over Denny Hamlin, plus 140 at DraftKings. That one's uh, mind-blowing, the value that we're getting. Uh, Bubba Wallace over Joey Logano, plus 110 at DraftKings. This one surprised me, because I, I know you're not a big juice drinker, but we went William Byron over Chase Briscoe, minus 190 MGM. So if there's none of these that you want to talk about, just give me give me a hint on on this one. All right. Well, um, honestly, I bet William Byron minus two twenty five on DraftKings, and I realized I got the I got the worst price there. <laughs> so I would I would bet it all the way up to minus two twenty five. So um, yeah, I mean, I I might get bitten on this one, but this is I mean, William Byron and Chase Briscoe. As long as like William Byron doesn't like wreck or you know speed on pit road anything like that byron's gonna blow chase briscoe out of the water on raw speed so uh, we're looking at vegas this weekend so we look at texas bristol i mean that those are tracks that um kind of going to have a lot of a lot of load in, in the tires um texas was different in turns one and two and three and four so the Tires had issues with blowing out, et cetera. I'm hoping that Las Vegas kind of gives us a little bit less variance there. And I'm banking on William Byron just kind of having a clean race. As long as Byron keeps it clean, they should win this matchup with relative ease. Briscoe, I think, was running in the 30s at Texas. So yeah, he was bad. Yeah, he hasn't really been competitive whatsoever. And on the road course last week, he was running 15th. I mean, and and that's that's going to have been his bread and butter, um, you know, this season and last. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's 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 my analysis on that one. Nice. Yeah, no, I I, I like it. And um, and Byron, I mean, Byron's come alive in the playoffs. He he has shed his struggles that he had in the middle of the season and. Like I said, I just feel like this this should be a blowout. We love a good layup on Sundays. It, <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. This feels like we've got one coming our way. Let's hope. So, cool. yeah. I guess I'll start from the top. And I, I'll, I'll run through these rather quick. Um, we have we have Reddick. I anal- analyze. I, I reviewed. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I did that already. Um, Chastain, I think it, that team is going to continue to be to be conservative with their setups and their tire wear, et cetera. So I think Reddick there can can cash that ticket with his raw speed. At the same time, I think uh, you can take Chastain in case he does be a little aggressive against Denny Hamlin. Um, Hamlin's had all kinds of issues this year on pit road. Even with the new pit crew, he's had issues. Um, he he's very good at finding trouble. Um, he, even when he was running up front, you know, he, he got spun under yellow. So uh, somehow, some way, he just can't seem to keep his race clean. So you're getting plus 140 on Chastain there. This feels like a super uh, generous price. Any thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah, I, I do on the, the Chastain thing. So I like taking Reddick over Chastain because we get a non-playoff driver with nothing to lose against a playoff driver who has everything to lose. So Reddick is, is the right side there. In the matchup between Chastain and Hamlin, you've got two playoff drivers who will be obviously um, being a little more uh, conservative, you know, and, you know, your, your point about the pit stops. So I ran a analysis of the top 50 pit stops so far this year, and Ross Chastain is number one and Danny Hamlin is number 10, even with the new pit crew there. So Ross, his actual crew, um, is first, and Denny's is 15th. Denny makes up a little ground on the driver in and out, um, but the, the difference is negligible. So uh, Ross has just a huge edge on pit road, not only over Denny, but over the entire field. So uh, we could see that come into play as well but i like i like taking reddick over ross and ross over over denny and i i think we cash them both but at the very least we'll split and they're plus money so uh who cares 
All right. I appreciate the uh, added analysis there. Um, did we put, I, I also added Christopher Bell over Denny Hamlin. I'm not sure if you mentioned that one or not. Uh, you have not mentioned that one to me at all. So I'm going to bet yeah. that right now. <laughs> I, got, I got the old plus sign next to that one. That was a, a recent ad. So I plus just like 30. Yeah. It's another it's another generous price. So we're kind of just fading the Hamlin train this weekend. I feel like his his outrate is plus five fifty. And to, in my opinion, I don't think anybody should be plus five fifty um this year when it comes to, to like an intermediate track because of how you know, we've seen how many how many people can possibly win the race. So I feel like his number there is just too short in general. Uh, Bell has been strong. He's got re- he's got momentum now from last week. He's got he's pretty much got new life. And um, intermediates have been Bell's strength this year. So plus one thirty is a gift. Yeah, Denny's eleventh in green flag speed so far in twenty twenty two. Eleventh, and you're telling me that guy is plus five fifty, like the the dead away absolute favorite in a race. Like, give me a break. Yeah, I mean, I I. There you go. I can't say much more than that. <laughs> uh, next, we have Bubba Wallace over Joe Logano. Um, I'm way off board Logano this weekend. Uh, what I what I said about the the track configurations, um, D- Darlington. Um, what else? Um, I mean, Logano was very strong at both Darlingtons, which are not. The two turns are different. He's very strong at Texas, um, but the, these types of tracks where it turned with all four turns are the same. He's he's kind of struggled at. He was not so good uh, this year at um, the first Kansas race. So uh, not even really all that good as usual at Michigan, which is again all four corners being the same. Um, you know so. Bubba Wallace, I think, is a guy that can definitely win this matchup with his recent form and being in a Toyota. And that would run out my matchups for a couple series. All right, cool. So I just I, I only had the one surprise, which is Christopher Bell. And there's nobody I like more to bet on than Christopher Bell. Uh, quite frankly, you know, last week, as bad as it was at the road course, it kind of saved our future. You know, we have a Christopher Bell uh, future that we put in at 16 to 1 for him to win the championship. And uh you know, through all the chaos, our guy punched his ticket to the uh, to the round of eight. So, pretty pretty cool silver lining to a just an absolute shit day. But I, I like Christopher Bell the rest of the way here, and I'm glad he's a play on target for you. Yeah, man. I mean, that is the one silver lining I got to say that I am not so upset about. Um, I meant we, we were on the full tank Phil show last week. I did mention that Chris, we we both mentioned that Christopher Bell could, could be like that one guy that kind of surprised everybody, and he he took the risk. He took you know fresh tires, uh, and he got it done. So our future is alive in that one. Now, when you're on Amen. the full when you're on the full tank Phil show, you do mention that you're on this show too, right? Or you just name drop other people's shows on my show. Oh no, we we definitely name dropped okay, our just, own just, show. Just and checking, the, yeah. just checking. Yep, and the book club and Rory oh, and oh. um, well, you know everything. Leave Rory matters, the fuck out of there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a, a good time. Phil Phil's like the OG of NASCAR nice, gambling, nice. so yeah, it's pretty cool. And his name's Phil, so I mean, can't can't have a, a cooler name than that besides Steve, I guess. Mm. <clears throat> All guys, right, guys are way too nice. <laughs> cool. So we've got. Steve, we've got a, an Xfinity board now. I, I know this rounds out our cup board, but we've got live uh, odds here. So should we talk about them or what? Let's do it. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how the odds reopened. So right, before you do uh, that, yeah, so- let's, let's, before you do that, let's take a little breather right here. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're, once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. 
Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. And we're back. Okay, <laughs> so let's go. I'm so glad that I was able to go to the kitchen and get a, an ice cold bush latte. Bush latte. Yes, indeed. Yes. All right, cool. So uh, it looks like Steve that uh, over at DraftKings that Ty Gibbs and Noah Gregson opened as co-favorites at plus 250. Laughable. Uh, Trevor Bain, five to one. Allgaier, seven to one. The Dinger, who put that thing on the pole, nine to one. Uh Looking a little further down the list here, our guy Austin Hill, who we had had played, is twenty to one, so improved just a touch. Yeah, you'd love to see it. Um, qualified pretty well. I I, I gotta bring up my Xfinity uh, tab here now. All right, looking at the lap times now. Austin Hill looks like he was uh, overall around sixth best in the practice times. Um, now, we have to keep in mind that uh, practice was uh, mostly in cooler temperatures today. Uh, they're going to be racing in the heat of the day tomorrow. So uh, take these lap times with a grain of salt, as always. Uh, normally, they, pra- they practice you know, the same day as the race. Uh, not the case today, as we kind of got caught off guard, as you mentioned earlier. So I would kind of look at uh, how they've run throughout the season a little bit more this week. Yeah, this, I guess this, this was just an effort by NASCAR to get into a primetime television slot because qualifying at night when the race is in the heat of the day makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree to, to that for sure. One, one thing I'm, I'm looking at right now, John Hunter Nemechek opened up at 15-1. to Hmm. And he was second best in, in practice uh, overall. So uh, he was 18 to one before we kind of moved over uh, to doing the cup and talking about the cup series. So he's getting, uh, he's getting seamed right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I can't wait for him to make a mistake in the closing laps of that race to, uh, to hurt somebody's feelings. Uh, what do you think? Is that something you're going to play on? Yeah. I, I really, I, I like John Hunter this weekend. I mean, he's, he, he's, Definitely, um, he's strong on, on the uh, mile and a half. So, uh, he's, he's in the 26 car this week, which is not like uh, the top tier Joe Gibbs equipment, but it's certainly right there. Um, hmm. you, you, right. you, you look at the lap times. I mean, it's certainly there. Um, Maybe I'll have a view. I, I mean, I just, he's such a bonehead, you know? And yeah, I just, I, I you know, I want to believe in the guy because he's cashed some truck tickets for us. You know, and and but man, he when when he's on the track with these guys, it's like he loses his mind. I I, I don't know, you know, if he plays down to his competition or, or what or what he what he's thinking. But you know, he's always in a fast race car. He's always in the mix. You know, he was leading the last time we were we had an Xfinity ticket on him, and he he wrecked. So I just don't know what to do with him. I mean, fifteen to one looks like good value. But I've just I've seen this story before. But you know, if you tell me to bet him, we're betting him. I, it's that's just the way it is. You're the law of the land. Um, I just well, you know, I, I would say take the same angle we took with Kyle Busch. Um, if you like, like you mentioned, he, if he, he does tend to kind of make some mistakes at times. But if you if you bet him outright fifteen to one, you can kind of get his upside there with it. You know, his, his ranked second in, in raw speed and practice and. Uh, just play the upside and don't play, don't expect him to be, you know, um, don't expect him to be consistent. Just expect him to have, you know, that, that high ceiling. I like it 15 to one, maybe not right. play the top five though. You know, Arch, has he talked you over the ledge? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm off. I'm off the ledge. I'm have pl- you already bet it? No, not yet. I'm plummeting with you guys to our deaths. All right, cool. Let's do it. I guess we'll, we'll all hold hands and jump together. 
John Hunter Nemechek, 15-1. What I, what I like about it is the fact that we already got a little bit of closing line value in Austin Hill, so we kind of uh, hedge, hedge a little bit on that right here with John Hunter. Hey, trivia question for you. Who has, because I know you know who's got the number one crew in Xfinity. Oh, who's yeah. got the number two crew in Xfinity? Oh, boy. Uh, it's, is it the E-team with Trevor Bain? No, it's Austin Hill, brother. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, Austin Hill, number two uh, ranked pit crew. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. So I love it. I, you know, I, I love it so much. I even put in a, a 22 to one Austin Hill to win the championship feature. Um, that's just a, a Phil personal play, not something that I would recommend anybody taking with me. But yeah, I, I like Austin Hill a lot. We, we bet him uh, tomorrow for the, what, the top three market as well as the top five market. I think we ladder him all the way down. Yeah, we got them all the way down the board. Like, well, they don't they don't offer top ten, so we we went as far as we could. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, and then the other winner that we have, Haley Deegan, at a thousand to one. Yeah, I mean, uh, Arch is probably going to be disappointed that we actually bet Haley Deegan, but um, it came up this dude. morning. It came up this morning in in the post show of the daily uh, podcast. It did. I did. We were all kind of uh, collectively wondering if uh, Haley puts her makeup on while she's driving, and that's why she always wrecks. It could very well be. Oh, that's that's fantastic. (laughs) Wow. I have... (laughs) I I come bearing good news regarding this wager, though. We got it... uh, Was it 1,000 to 1? Yeah. We did. Um, she qualified, you know, somewhat near the top of the board. Uh, she was 16th in practice. Mm. So, our her odds have come down to 250 to one. We've got 750 dollars of closing line value. That's amazing. I'm I'm scrolling up and down. Do they not have a DNF prop for Xfinity? Uh, they don't. Oh, if she it. was in F, yeah, if she was driving a Formula One car, there'd be lots of ways to bet. Did not finish. Right. Did not, yeah, there'd be so many, so many good props that we could cash. Not uh, to be classified would be the not prop to be classified. There. That's that's the word I was looking for. Oh, yeah, I'm just I'm just giving you shit. I know I'm fine betting with Steve's dick. That's fine. It's a thousand to one, man. You know, <laughs> and it's a fast race car. I mean, she she it's um, very fast. Yeah, it's it's not so much a, a bet on the driver, but that that car is good equipment this week. So, um, you know, if if the if she can slam it in the top five, you know, that, that'd still be a nice payday. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, top five. So we've got uh, just besides Austin Hill, we've got Trevor Bain minus 115 over at MGM. I don't know what it is now. Let's see. How minus do we do there? 200 on minus 200. We did good. Yeah. It, if you're looking for the total opposite of guys like John Hunter, um, and Haley Deegan, you're looking at Trevor Bain. Um, this guy is the model of consistency. Uh, he's always running inside the top five, and he's running in a very competitive Joe Gibbs car in that 18 car. So that's all I got for Trevor Bain. Uh, I just, I'm glad we got him in early. And then uh, he had the pole there until uh, the Dinger took it over. And uh, so he'll be starting second tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, let's see. For matchups, we've got Austin Hill over Josh Berry. That's a nice number, plus 135. I think we got a little uh, closing value there. That's a coin flip now, minus 110 both sides. And then we've got uh, Sam Mayer over Brandon Jones. That was minus 110, and it looks like that's moved to minus 140 now. So, boy, this is this is kind of a, an advertisement for the book club without it being an advertisement for the book book club, right, Arch? Absolutely, yeah. You got to get in there. You have to. You're just losing value. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, I I don't know if I would bet those two now. Um, but yep. Again, glad we 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 locked in early. There it is. Yeah, I mean, um, Sam Mayer. Uh, I I was talking to Phil about this the other day. He was plus five thousand to win the uh, win the championship in the Xfinity Series. I believe that's still out there. Uh, yeah, five thousand. Five thousand, you know, is a crazy number to me in a very competitive junior motorsports car. And uh, he's shown that he can get it done on intermediate tracks this year. And um, I don't know. I, I think they're dropping the ball on this one. 
All right, so I, I think that wraps up the card besides what you were furiously betting as the market opened, which we'll have to get into. But uh, okay, so you like Sam Mayer at 50 to one. I talked about Austin Hill at 22 to one. It looks like it's 25 to one now. Do, do you like that play or is that something that, you know, I went rogue on and uh, you're going to laugh when I lose? We're talking about Hill for the championship, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's got a shot at it. He's gotten better as the year has gone on, as this year has gone on. My question is, uh, can an RCR car keep up with junior motorsports? And um, I, hope I, so. I hope I hope so too. For, you know, to to get that to get that in there. Um, I think he, he can make it through this round, and then uh, once you get to the championship four, um, anything can really happen at that point. You know. Nice. All right. So what uh what were you betting as we were on the air? Is there is there something we should uh we should be getting on? Uh it was John Hunter Nemechek. Oh, okay. All right. Well we've it already was, Yeah. It was eighteen to one and it dropped to fifteen to one as we were talking about the cup series. <laughs> what do you think about this top five plus one twenty? Yeah, I think it was plus one fifty. Um, you have to, like you, like you said, you kind of have to weigh how you want to take on the variance of John Hunter, kind of uh, taking risk, etc. And um, I think he he should be running up inside the top five all day. I would have to assume uh, he qualified a little bit towards the middle of the field, but he kind of went out early. Uh, the the track uh, picked up speed as the sun set. So uh, on an evil, uh, evil, <laughs> even playing field tomorrow, the car should be moving up to the front. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, that's all I got, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I honestly haven't looked down this new board too far, but um, Riley Herbst is somebody we should be talking about. Um, is it he because was, his hauler went off the road on the way to Vegas? <laughs> uh, I wasn't c- considering that when I looked at his name, but um, that did is happen. Be- is it because he spun during his qualifying run all by himself? That's, yeah. That, that's definitely, I feel like that's why he opened up so long. But this is a long, I mean, somewhat long race. Uh, it's intermediate track. You can pass fairly easily. He was, he was third best in practice. He was actually better than Ryan than uh, Trevor Bain, and um, so uh, interesting that he that he would have so much speed the same week as Haley Deegan hops on board, right? (laughs) (laughs) In trying to be impressive. There, there you go. There's an angle for you. There you go. Oh, okay. So I'm seeing I'm seeing thirty to one uh, for a win. I'm seeing seven to one top three. Plus two fifty, top five. I saw a notification from Rory that said he liked it. So if he likes it, um, and I like it, so I'm, I like Herps for a top five, definitely. All right, I will bet that also right now. That's what's happening in my world. Uh, cool. Any thoughts? Any thoughts on colleague racing this week? That's kind of like my last uh, question for you, Phil. Um, they qualified pretty well. Dinger put put it on the pole. Yeah, uh, I I think we're going to see a little bit of of uh, teamwork. I mean, that this is the best like team centric, um, uh, you know, crew on the circuit. So I I think we're going to see uh, Daniel Hemrick and Landon Castle make things really really hard for whoever they're racing uh, to try and keep keep the pressure off of the dinger. So if it's a playoff car, I think uh, Hemrick and Castle are just going to race the shit out of them. Um, and we may even see one or both of them in incidents as like Ken fodder. What, what do you think? I, I, I agree with that for sure. But my, my issue is I don't think Hemrick and uh, Castle will even get up there. <laughs> because I don't think their car is at a whole lot of pace in practice and they didn't really qualify well. So, I mean, Hemrick, Hemrick qualified. Okay. But man, his, his practice times are out just, just outside the top 10 and, We've seen Colleague be better in practice and in the race, so I feel like they're going to lose some pace in the race too. 
Yeah, yeah, and we've seen the dinger uh, struggle with tire fall off all year long. So yeah, and they'll um, be racing in the heat of the day, so tire wear is going to be a little bit more probably. So sliding man, I, around makes um, you wanna, it makes you want to play all guy or over dinger in that matchup. Honestly, I was just going to say that. You know, I, I'm I'm actually I'm putting that in my my pending list here to bet as right. well. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely taking all guy over the dinger. Great, great find there by you, sir. I appreciate that. Cool. Arch, what do you got? Uh, Navy is losing 27 to 40 right now. Yeah. I mean, here in the continental United States, we normally say the higher score first. So I, know, I would I say that I would say that they're losing 40 to 27, but I, I we're going to get a push. We're going to get a push. You, Maybe you better hope. Cover. Yeah. I you mean, better we were, hope. I was celebrating a Memphis win last Friday night as well uh, <laughs> as they were minus 10,000 live with a minute. 19 to go so uh, uh i promised i would not taunt the gambling gods and here we are i'm thumbing my nose once again boy it's gonna be kickoff return for a touchdown i know this is a nascar show but hockey is underway so how are we doing that me i don't i don't really bet hockey i just do what max says to do or what some of the guys in the book club say to do uh, ho- ho- hockey looks like a just one big long continuous mistake <laughs> I wish I knew what you meant by that, but boy, it sounds funny. It, it's just, it looks like it's not supposed to, I mean, like they're trying to do something and then they never quite are able to do what they're trying to do. Just, yeah, yeah. It just, I don't, boy, I don't get it. It's just, uh, it's just a lack of execution time and time again. It sounds like it's what you're saying. It, it, exactly. It's why it's like watching <laughs> Phil's Indianapolis Colts try and do anything. This is, I just want to remind you, this is a NASCAR show. All right. Tomorrow uh, morning, everybody. Damn it. Damn it. All right, cool. Well, I'm, I'm all out of stuff to talk about. All right. Well, Philip, it was good hanging out with you again. I forgot what you sounded like. Oh, I miss your musk. Oh, Steve, always good hanging out with you. Even better than Phil, you know. All right. Well, I miss you both. I'm happy to be back on here. So I'll see you next week again. Go Haley Deegan. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 